Hey there, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to invite you to one of our greatest trainings ever. It's how to build and grow a profitable solo or group practice sustainably. All you got to do is check it out at zinimi.com slash podcast. All right, on to our episode. Hey everybody, it's Kelly at Zinimi, and today I am joined with Melissa Spalding. Hey. Hello. She's a CMHC in Utah, a counselor who specializes in EMDR with anxiety and trauma in St. George, Utah. Welcome. Hi. Good morning. So we invited Melissa to come on to talk about her own practice building story, and we want to also delve into how she's doing with all of this pandemic stuff happening so that we can all learn from each other, be inspired by each other, and um, find hope in the midst of all of this, even if we're struggling some. So, Melissa, tell me a little bit about when you started your practice and why. So, I started my practice about two years ago. It'll be two years in June, which is crazy that two years are up already. Um, and what led me to private practice is I'd been working in residential treatment for about a decade, the most amazing residential programs. Mm. And then I got pregnant with my first baby and I couldn't take the two hour commute anymore. I couldn't Mm. give that time up, um, as much as I loved my job. And I thought I was going to join a group practice, Mm -hmm. um, when I went on maternity leave. But as I finished my maternity leave, I got the news that that group practice wasn't going to open. Oh, wow. And so I found myself jobless for a moment. Um, and long story short, I joined a different group practice. And after a year realized I can do this on my own. Um, Mm -hmm. I wanted to choose who my clients were. That Mm. was the biggest factor for me. Mm. And when did you start boot camp? I started boot camp a year ago. I've been through two sessions. Okay. So, mm-hmm. And what was your practice like when you joined? Um, it was okay. I was renting an office space that um, I ultimately outgrew and kind of got kicked out of. They, mm-hmm. we, they asked me to leave because they needed their room back. Mm. Um, and I was seeing maybe eight or nine clients a week. Mm-hmm. So not, not a lot. And I didn't, I didn't know where my next client was coming from. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It was, it, it felt scary every week to look at my schedule and count the sessions. Mm. So what has changed since doing boot camp for you? So since doing boot camp, I have a beautiful, amazing website that <laughs> actually markets me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am seeing clients that I love. When I look at my schedule and I see the names on the calendar, I genuinely get excited. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I get to see so-and-so today. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my calendar is almost full that's kind of the next phase of growth for me. But now I'm at about 13 clients a week and my goal is 15. So I'm, I'm super close. Right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think has been the biggest factor in you having a practice you love? What changed? I think it's been having that ideal client in my mind and niching down. Um, I got really clear that I want to work with ambitious women 
And it's funny because a lot of women don't identify themselves as ambitious, but I see that in them. Mm. I know that it's in their heart. I mean, mm -hmm. you can be a stay at home mom. And I'm like, that's crazy. You have to have crazy ambition to be a stay at home mom. <laughs> as we are all learning. <laughs> as we're all learning right now. Going um, children. Mm -hmm. You know, I love working with female business owners. I love working with other therapists. Mm -hmm. um, and so really getting clear on, on who that is and being unafraid to say, I work with women and mm -hmm. I work with ambitious women and I love doing EMDR and I, I market that as much as I can. Did you have blocks getting to that niche? Like what was the challenge in getting there? Um, I think that I didn't, at first I didn't know how to market to women without, I, I think I was afraid that I would have to be like super feminine in my mm. marketing, like pink rose petals. And <laughs> like, that's just not, right. that's not me. And that's not the women that I work with. Um, I, I just, I didn't know how, I wasn't sure on how to connect with those women, which is odd because I consider myself to be an ambitious woman. Well, that's not odd. <laughs> I mean, that's, but I think, well, a, we, like we say, you usually niche with your own story a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. And also if you're not fully accepting and embracing of that story, sometimes it's hard to embrace the niche a little bit. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So what pivoted when you fully stood out in that niche. What did you change within yourself, I guess, is what I'm asking. Within myself, I think it was just giving myself permission to, to be that clear, to be that fearless, and to say, I know these women's struggles. Mm -hmm. You know, I think what it was, what really clicked for me in the last boot camp session was the authentic transformation proclamation. Mm -hmm. That has been a huge tool for me in being able to say, I know your pain, I can speak to your pain, and here's how we're going to manage it, and we're going to do it together. Mm -hmm. um, when my clients are, are on my website and when they come into session and they ask me, why are you a therapist? That's the voice that I'm using. Right. Yeah. And for those that don't know you... The voice that's on the website is the voice you're hearing now. Like that is <laughs> it. You show up as you everywhere, which I really appreciate. And like, even in the design of your site, it's very you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like just the way you talk is mm -hmm. how you, and that's what people can anticipate to get when they come to therapy, you know, with you, mm -hmm. which I love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how have you been doing lately with the pandemic? So there's, there's been some surprises and I think they've been pleasant surprises. So with the pandemic, um, I have moved the majority of my sessions online and mm -hmm. I did that two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, today's the 30th. Mm -hmm. So that was a pretty easy switch for me because previously working in residential treatment, I'd had to do a lot of phone therapy oh, really? and video therapy, mm -hmm. okay. um, because my clients were from all out of state and, and we just had to manage that. So I upgraded my service mm -hmm. to get a better connection um, and went online. It was, it was an easy decision for me to move my sessions online once I realized it was a gift 
that I could give people. Hmm. Um, some of my clients, I work with a handful of first responders. I work with a handful of medical professionals. They don't have the option to distance in their jobs. Yeah. And so by saying, hey, I'm going to make this easy for you. I'm going to provide sessions online. Like that was my way of giving to them. It wasn't so much me protecting myself. It was saying, I want to protect you yeah. as my client because Aww. the rest of your day is going to be out exposed to people. I love that. I love that reframe. That's beautiful. Yeah. So for me, it was, it was a gift. It was a compassionate choice. Um, I was surprised that a lot of my clients, they wanted me to make that call. They didn't, I didn't get such a good response when I said, hey, do you want to go online? People really leaned into it once I said, hey, I'm going online. Guided wellness counseling is going online. It's like there was this sigh of relief. That it's they one less thing to, to worry call. about. It was one less thing. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely empower other clinicians out there. Just make the call. Don't, mm -hmm. don't give it to your clients. They don't need another decision to make. They really mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's Kelly. Are you enjoying today's episode? There is so much more to starting your private practice. That's why we created Business School for Therapists. It's our lifetime access business building program created especially for you and all the future stages of practice that you are going to go through. If you're ready to join a community that supports you, that to have access to a massive library of private practice trainings covering everything from creating your vision to setting your fee to getting you legally covered and more, this is for you. Simply go to bit.ly slash therapist business school to get started. Um, and then the other surprise has been, um, I've really enjoyed being online. <laughs> <laughs> I know Miranda and I were saying, I was like, I have a feeling that, uh, when people do their spreadsheets and bootcamp, uh, rent is going off of the expense list for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I loved about it? And this was, this was a shocker for me. It has really called me to be more intentional mm. and proactive and purposeful mm. because there's no like ease of being in the room together and you kind of read each other. Like when I go into a session now online, I know my agenda. I'm reviewing the treatment goals with them more actively. Um, I'm using all of my worksheets and screen shares and it just feels really good to lean into it because I want to come across 150% through the screen. Mm. And I like the mindfulness and the purposefulness of, of the screen, the screen connection. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's this heightened intentionality when we yes. have a change, we become more focused because mm -hmm. we want to maintain and continue that support. And so we're more yeah. in tune, I think probably. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. What have you been marketing your practice still? What's that been like? Yeah. So that is, that's kind of the long game I've realized is that mm -hmm. like one blog post does not make a client. <laughs> <laughs> really? I thought that's all it took. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. I was just explaining to my husband last night, like ranking on Google and what, cause he was asking me, you know, Melissa, what's next in your business? How can we grow your business? And I was like, well, I need to rank on Google. And that means consistent blog posts and consistent social media posts. That's the route that I go. Um, and so that's just a practice. I find that it's really helpful for me to batch my work. 
So a lot of times when I'm doing a blog post, I'll sit down and write three. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. those three are spaced out over three months. Mm-hmm. And so it makes it a little easier for me to manage the marketing mm-hmm. when I plan out a month or two in advance. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten any calls over the past two weeks? I have. Um, so I have I, ha- <laughs> I'm going to just say like some people are afraid that no one will ever call again. So mm-hmm. maybe call volume has dipped for some people, but we've seen it increase for some. So yeah. 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 I'm still getting calls. I mean, um, I guess something I didn't say earlier is that I'm private pay. Mm-hmm. I'm not on any insurance panels. I am, um, with one EAP program. So an employee assistance program mm-hmm. and they kind of fill the gaps for me, but I'd like to be off that panel by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've still been getting calls and I think I know in my heart that people need me now more than ever. They yeah. might not be reaching out, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't be on the radar. Yeah. I love it. I think there's some beautiful reframes in there for anyone that's listening and going through this. Um, that's why I'm so grateful for you to do this interview because yeah. I even was like, yeah, you're right. I haven't thought of it in that way of like, oh, it's the gift kind of thing of um, protecting our clients and things like that. Just, I really appreciate those perspectives. Yeah. So we have another round of bootcamp coming up. What are you going to focus on for this round? Um, I want to make sure that my marketing is tight and that I'm not letting things slip. Mm-hmm. Um, but this last go round, I feel like I really got my website where I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think next I want to, I mean, my caseload is almost where I want it to be. I'm almost at that 15 clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got two little kids at home. I've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. <laughs> so, for, <laughs> so for all the mamas out there and, oh, here's a fun fact. I signed up for boot camp the month before I was due. Oh, I think baby. I remember this. <laughs> I think yeah. I remember that. So yeah. there's never a bad time to do boot camp. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I've got a little one at home. So I, I max out mentally at 15. Yeah. Um, so I'm almost there and I want to start exploring ways that I can make passive income. Mm-hmm. Um, I developed a mini course um, just this last month for mamas with postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that that's reaching the world. Mm-hmm. Um Cause it's fun as a therapist in Southern Utah, a mini course is something that can, it can leave my state. You, mm-hmm. you know, I think some, for those of us that are in towns, it's like, Oh, like I can only market to my town. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and now that I'm online, I can market to my state. And then with a mini course, I can market to the world really. Right. Um, so that's exciting. And um, I'm, I have fantasized about the idea of a group practice And I want to see what bootcamp has to offer me knowledge wise in terms of if that's a good choice and and what that will look like. Yeah. I'm going to be revamping some of that, especially with all the new um, stuff happening around the world and changes that the U S government is making in terms of um, when you have employees and all of those kinds of things, because we have a whole Mm -hmm. thing on group practice hiring, interview questions, the process, onboarding, all that kind of stuff. So, well, we'll be busy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you want to say to anyone who is considering boot camp after they hear you talk? Um, 
that they should do it, (laughs) (laughs) that they should do it. I mean, you, I, I knew this the moment I went into private practice two years ago that, um, and I'm not afraid to say this anymore. I used to worry that it sounded cocky, but I know I'm a good therapist. I know I'm a good therapist and nobody taught me how to be a good business owner. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I went and I got my master's and, and I've worked hard, but I don't have, I didn't have a business background and no one teaches you how to do that when you're getting your master's in counseling. I mean, you're lucky if they even mention how you can make an income, mm-hmm. like how that part of it actually works. And so business school bootcamp um, really let me take it to the next level. I think the free information that you guys provide is, is huge. I mean, anyone can, can get started on their private practice just with the free information that you provide. Yeah. But um, being able to work through the modules at my own pace and to rely on, on you guys for that one-on-one help mm-hmm. um, is invaluable. And I, I think that's something that I didn't know when I first signed up for boot camp is how much one-on-one mm-hmm. I would actually get from you guys. Right. Um, and I still, I have an accountability partner through boot camp. She's back in Pennsylvania and we've, we touch base all year long, not just boot camp, not just boot camp, yeah. um, but all year long, we call and text. Yeah. I think that's, we probably under sell. We say we answer every single question. It is in a group format, but the reason I know you so well is because this last round we were working on your website. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, and I submitted everything, every single sentence got your guys' stamp of approval. Yes, we reviewed <laughs> all of it. And I still keep tweaking it, you know, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. um, and what do you have to say to anybody out there who's worried or fearful about this pandemic and their practice? Um that is going to grow you in the most beautiful ways. Um, it really is just opening my eyes to um, all the different ways that we can connect with clients in our community and, and to be of service and to give our clients the, the gift of reassurance and safety. And I've been starting all of my sessions with a COVID check-in uh-huh. where, you know, for 10 minutes we talk about how are they doing just related to the virus and, I've done a handful of sessions very specifically on safety planning. Um, I've got a handful of single women that are really fearful of the social isolation if they have to quarantine and just what that will do to their mental health. Mm-hmm. And so we talk about um, how they'll stay connected to people socially and make it through this. So our, our clients need us. They're not going anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Now's the time to lean in, not mm-hmm. lean out. I love that. Well, if anybody wants to check you out, they can go to guidedwellnesscounselingut.com mm-hmm. and see your site. I'm excited to work with you on all those wonderful projects you have I for this wait. next round of boot camp. And thank you for sharing your story. I learned something. I hope that anyone listening did as well. And I appreciate you, Melissa. You're welcome, Kelly. All right. <laughs> Till next time. I hope you loved today's episode. If you're a therapist who's tired of those long hours, low pay, and constantly battling burnout, don't forget our free video training designed just for you on how to build and grow a sustainable 
profitable solo or group practice, head over to zinimi.com slash podcast to check it out today. Until next time.